dude how's it going recording it's good man it is what the heck oh there we go welcome to uh, what are episode 49 there michael yes episode 49 welcome to say man podcast tonight you got me preston radomsky southern connect and michael z mastermind is that what we're calling it these days the man who started kind of like yeah, an homage to the Vic Lebowski and Sid Iron. It's like, oh, we believe in nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, we are talking about passion tonight. Is that the topic du jour for us to? Uh, yeah, talk? we're at reclaiming freedom and thinking about what are some of the keys to that and what have I been reading lately that has been inspiring me in the arena of passion and just being focused on things that you truly are passionate about and how important that is in the context of leadership and achieving our goals. And so just wanted to touch a, a little bit about that and I guess share a couple different, there's a few different passages, things that I've been reading lately mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm hoping to share in this, which we haven't done as much in, in recent episodes. So hopefully I won't overdo it, but there's a couple of short little excerpts that I want to read and and chat through with you, Preston, and, and get your thoughts on them. But I mentioned some of it in Polo over the past week or so. And yeah, we can dive right in if you want. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, so last year we did some readings from John Maxwell. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to share one of those. Maxwell's February 3rd reading, Ratchet Up Your Passion. Starts off with this question, what makes it possible for people who might seem ordinary to achieve great things? The answer is passion. Nothing can take the place of passion in a leader's life. Take a look at four truths about passion and what it can do for you as a leader. One, passion is the first step to achievement. Your desire determines your destiny. Anyone who lives beyond an ordinary life has great desire. It's true in any field. Weak desire brings weak results, just as a small fire creates little heat. The stronger your fire, the greater the desire and the greater the potential. Number two, passion increases your willpower. There's no substitute for passion. It is fuel for the will. If you want anything badly enough, you can find the willpower to achieve it. The only way to have that kind of desire is to develop passion. Three, passion changes you. If you follow your passion instead of others' perceptions, you can't help become a more dedicated, productive person. That increases your ability to impact others. In the end, your passion will have more influence than your personality. Four, passion makes the impossible possible. Human beings are so made that whenever anything fires the soul, impossibilities vanish. A fire in the heart lifts everything in your life. That's why passionate leaders are so effective. A leader with great passion and few skills always outperforms a leader with great skills and no passion. And that is the the reading. And it, I think, just triggered a bunch of really good thoughts around this year for me and how to make sure that I'm focusing in on my passions in parallel to some of the things that I'm less passionate about in order to get through it. So I wondered if it was similar for you, Preston, where you're doing the music stuff and we want that to be the main thing. Mm-hmm. Since you're passionate, you're real passionate about it. And then you also are in the still same boat as me where it's, we're grinding along still, it feels like in our our day-to-day jobs, the sort of money-making, put-the-bread-on-the-table sort of situation. So just curious how that little reading from John Maxwell might impact you. You read that to us 
about a week ago. No, it wasn't quite a week ago. And I didn't remember it word for word from the year before, but I remember that one really hitting me as far as just as far as diving in. It's so weird. Like I delivered to this guy today. I was on a route that I, mean, I just, I do all the routes in our station. And like on this morning, I was listening to this podcast that I listened to called Nashville for Nobodies, which is this, these two guys in Nashville that are Nashville musicians, Broadway players. And our buddy Brad Dawson was their guest this week. So this, all morning, like I'm listening to Brad tell his story and them talk about Broadway. And he brought me up a little bit. I got this buddy press and he was like working to try and get down here too. And then a couple hours later, I delivered to this business and the guy opens the door and I'm like, I know that guy. I'm like, I know you. What is your name? And I don't even remember his name, but he's a guy that ran sound at this July 4th event I was at last year with my family. And he was like the drummer for his brother's band, but also running in front of house sound for them as well. Family affair. And him and I were talking and when he remembered me today, he's like, hey, aren't you supposed, weren't you going to be going down working on Broadway? And I was just like, in my head, yes. And I'm delivering FedEx packages to you right now. You're so right. And I was thinking about that passion thing where I've got three Broadway gigs lined up in the next four weeks, a wedding in May, and we booked like a 4th of July show. There's some, th there's definitely much more on the books. And in the next couple of weeks, I need to just start going downtown like on a Friday and hanging out with bands while they're playing. And, and I'm, I'm starting to meet people in this little gig finder group. And it's just that element of what are you doing? Like sitting on the bench, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I had that feeling this afternoon. I was sending a, a text message to Jen and I was just like, this is not what I want to be doing. I want to be trading. I have, so much more passion for playing music and trading. And so I was just going to share like on the passion side, I haven't talked as much about it lately, but to your point, it's like you've been lining up those shows, which is kudos to you because it's, you're taking those steps and you're starting to build those relationships that once you have that foundation, it gives you the platform to really take the step. And yeah. I think you could really, you know, get radical and quit your job and Put yourself in this high pressure situation where you are jumping off the cliff mm -hmm. and you're taking the leap but i think sometimes there has to be some place to land and <laughs> the practicality of it you're like okay i've still got a i'm in the same boat where she's like look i've got bills to pay i know i could take a risk and start trying to to trade full-time play music full-time but i feel very strongly compelled that the data doesn't suggest that I should do that yet. And same for you, you're getting these shows, but the cadence of those shows, it's all, you still need to get to the point where there's the level of opportunity. Right. And yeah, yeah. part of the reason Scott's not on the show, I feel like the past week or two is because he's been really driving his opportunity funnel mm -hmm. in a way that has, to your point, filled his plate beyond full. And he's been able to execute on some pretty cool things that are a result of him creating that opportunity, which is what you and I are trying to do. But yeah, I had that same sort of just realization today when I was staring at my computer screens in front of me and, and seeing 140 emails and 
listed, looking at this list of, of projects that all had pretty firm deliverables this week. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to, I'm going to have to execute on a lot this week and I know mm-hmm. I'll be able to do it. And at the same time, I was like, this isn't what I want to be doing. And mm-hmm. it's going to extend into the time that I want to be doing other things like playing music and trading. Yeah. And so I was just like that trade off. It, it either has to end relatively soon or I find a, another path forward. But yeah, it just made me want to talk a little bit about why I'm passionate about trading versus the nine to five world. And a lot of it is also, I think, just the commonality that you and I have with playing music. And I want to be able to play music all the time, but not necessarily rely on it for money. Mm-hmm. And that's just like a personal philosophy more than anything. But I just don't want to have it from a time perspective. Totally, that's ultimately yeah. what it becomes. There's a lot more until you get to a certain level, which very few do. I absolutely believe in what you're working towards. I think it's a really cool and like a really great idea with what you're trying to do with build a legacy on Broadway. But that's one of my end goals too, just to be able to play music every week, live music with good musicians. For me, I want to do it in the context of at a church, which of course doesn't really pay that well. So that's not really what it's about for me. I just want to be able to play music and and do worship and gospel and that kind of music that I really love. That's the thing that I think I haven't necessarily talked as much about on the show. So I just wanted to share that with our audience and then thinking about what are the, what's the burning desire that I have? And it's to be able to spend the time doing the things that I want with the people that I want to do it with and spend more time with my family and those types of like high level goals of loving my family. It means I have to be taking a step away from corporate America, the empire of nothing, so to speak, in yeah. the near future. And I think it's the same way with you and FedEx, right? Yeah. Like my last stop of the day today is this business out in, I don't know, it's like Tullahoma, Manchester and they're just a small nightmare of a place to go to because <laughs> they have this like bulk pickup that's made like five pallets of stuff to pick up today. And they have, they do a ton of international shipments, which with international shipments, when you, as like a driver, when you pick them up, you have to pull like commercial invoices and these like thermal copies of stuff that have to then get collected and imaged to customs by a team of people back at the station. Now it's 2024 and all that can be done digitally now. Right. So none of that has to be pulled. But for whatever reason, this company, they ship third party or something and our sales rep can't fucking figure that out for who the <laughs> fuck knows. And so this stop that ships out a ton of packages and then like, they do this thing where it's, it'll be five boxes going to the same place, but there'll be like a multiple piece shipment. So there'll be like a master and the four slaves, you call them like in a sense, like other ones that are tied to it. And in order to scan them all, um, that way you're like only making one address label for, you're not having like to make five anyway. But in yeah. order to scan them, they have to all be scanned together. But when they stack them for me on pallets, or for the regular guy, I'm just the feeling guy, but they like, it's like they intentionally mix them all up. So you have to like, just a you nightmare. Have to take all these yeah. pallets. It's just a fucking 
shit show of a nightmare. And like my bot, we've tried talking to them and they're just like, basically they tell us like, we, we, we employ fucking stupid people that cannot figure this out. And if it's always a different person and it's just like, at the end of the day, it's like, God damn, like, what the fuck are we doing here? And it's like, my whole day is fine. And then I get to this place and I just, I'll breathe 10 times. I'm like, just, it's going to be good. And then today it's five more pallets. Like it's usually two pallets of stuff. And today it was five. And I'm sitting there after this day of listening to my buddy on his music podcast and then running into the sound guy. And I'm like, yeah, but like, we got to fast track this a bit more because you're going to have a nervous breakdown over nothing. Cause it's just like this. Like I'm not making any, I mean, I'm, I'm getting paid by the hour quite well, but it's like, I'm not making any money off of these boxes being picked up. And like, I have no connection to this company or to this business. It, yeah. And it doesn't scale and it's, you're not yeah. passionate about it. I'm questioning like, am I really that passionate about music and doing this? If I'm not going to just do it, you know? It's just, well, yeah. And the other thing I think I wanted to mention about passion is that it isn't something that is finite or at one fixed level. Mm-hmm. That was the the Napoleon Hill quote that I was thinking about really was there's one quality which one must possess to win and that is definiteness of purpose, the knowledge of what one wants and a burning desire to possess it. Like that burning desire piece, I feel like it might start as like a dream, but over time, the more that you put energy into it, you're cultivating it becomes like a stronger desire. The more you have experiences like you just had today or i had today it, it helps you refocus your energy yeah yeah and it also in in that regard makes me think and maybe this is different than most but i think like with my job currently i'm like i just want to absolutely crush this mm-hmm. so when i do leave like i'm on the i'm on the ramp right like i'm moving yeah. up i'm doing good things i'm having a positive impact on the organization and leaving it in a like much better place than i found it so to speak you're just saying oh why is this process this way i think it's that kind of thing that we can use that as fuel mm-hmm. for burning right like just yeah it, it i think ignites in many cases or reignites the passion and it makes me feel like more definiteness of purpose to to borrow from napoleon hill and i was playing music before the podcast tonight just riffing on some stuff that I needed to play this weekend and every once in a while I have to remind myself, which is this is a lot of times I'm trying to play things like note for note, mm-hmm. exactly what the part is, like 100% yeah. to prescription, dynamically the same way, like yeah. the right phrasing and the right feel of it. There's just so many little nuances depending on the type of music. And, and I was just like remembering, this is why I'm so passionate about music because I can hear what they're doing and then I can yeah. play something that is close enough and feel yeah but it's impossible for me to to screw up because it's just me playing it and I can create yeah. within mm-hmm. the context of the structure that they've built and I'm very passionate about that like creating something within a well-defined system and structure and that I think applies to a lot of other areas in my life and career so that's the stuff I wanted to get off my chest when it comes to passion and just share that it can be cultivated. We can take things that seem to be like a negative experience in our life and use that as fuel to to feed our passions and drive us towards our goals as opposed to getting sucked into the negative side of it and being like, okay, this is brutal. You're 
about to destroy these boxes that <laughs> some moron shoved all this paper into. It's like impossible to sort through. It's you're gonna lose it, and it's you could, or you could be like, yeah, this is now a motivation for me to work even harder to book that next gig. I'm gonna yeah. use this as motivation for I don't want to be doing this forever, and because it's just thing. gonna come back and be a, a bad karma thing, and it's just that's not good. I, I was thinking too. I've thought about this recently like the first oh gosh probably five six seven years when i was working at fedex i didn't have podcasts or anything like that oh yeah because they weren't re really around and i think back to that time and i used to just listen to music or what no i would just be in my head all day like plotting out ways to do stuff for at the time I wasn't in a, I lived in California I was like in an original band but I've come up with song ideas and like just all day just plotting things to do for shows and flyers and would come home and go to band practice and we did all kinds of cool stuff back then where like I almost sometimes feel like as much information and as interesting as podcasts can be it's like are they a detriment to me sometimes because they just are able to numb this job that I don't really like, but to where it's like, ah, I can just listen to some really cool stuff and tolerate this job where instead of like heavily being focused on getting out of the job, I don't know if that makes any sense or if you can relate to that in any way, but. Yeah, I think so. I think it's just, it's probably finding a way to reframe that. So you can use those podcasts to, again, feed into some of those passions and listen to things that you really care about, whether it's yeah. listening to music that you know you're going to have to do and, and spending time to learn the music, like you've got the time, yeah. or yeah. listening to YouTube tutorials of some particular part that's hard to get. There's other ways that you can fill in those gaps and say, okay, I'm going to use that time and I'll pick one hour a day to listen to these songs that I don't normally listen to, but like yeah. I know I should listen to learn better yeah. just by like structurally understanding them because every song it's like yeah you can have charts up and things like that if you don't listen to the songs quite a bit anyways i think it's for most people anyways it's hard to get the overall feel of it you're still able to gain some valuable wisdom or mm -hmm. knowledge while you're doing this job and you're getting paid to learn and yeah. i think that's one of the other things when you when I think about the past year and what we've been doing with this podcast, one of the biggest passions that we all clearly have is learning and continuing to learn. Mm -hmm. And so it's a way where when I look at my current job, I'm learning so much in doing those types of things that I think are beneficial skills to help me gain more discipline and gain more expertise in, in areas that I know will, will better me in the future. So it's like, a lot of it's just reframing things and it's not like always possible to find the silver lining, especially in the case of those boxes. That's just pure anger. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get something good out of that. Yeah. And the same thing for me when I get certain requests that I'm just like, this is so far below me, but I'm going to do it because yeah. that's the type of person I am. So I don't know. That's probably all I've got to say on the subject, to be honest with you. I think it's something I could talk more about specific passion, but as far as the context of reclaiming our freedom, it's just... I think important to look at and, and do some analysis of what are we doing on a day-to-day -day basis to really cultivate those passions and yeah. how are we making sure that we have the time for those because they're more important than 
the nine to five grind if that's what we're doing or however you want to call it. Yeah, I agree. I, I think said about all I need to say. I think I cussed more in this episode than anyone <laughs> before. <laughs> I thought it was funny because it's like, that's the true, I think that's the true motivator in many cases. It's like you get to this point in what society is telling us is, oh, this is you and I, we allegedly have 25 more, 30 more years to work yeah. to retire. <laughs> and it's just, that's insane uh, to think about. And I know you would be like, there's no way you'd be doing that 25 years from now. No, that'd be like, that'd be like a 55 or 56 year career at FedEx. Nah. Yeah. There's a guy at our station. I think he's at 40, 42 or 43 years. Did he max and, out on uh, PTO? We only get a maximum of five weeks a year. That, yeah, it's maxed out. Like we're, I know UPS, I think they can bank stuff and roll it over. Well, we don't, we can't roll anything over. We have to use it in the years, which is. Yeah. Tony Robbins talks about a guy who worked at FedEx and invested into FedEx with all of his, he saved a ridiculous amount of money, but he became a millionaire working at FedEx because he was investing in FedEx, like uh -huh. from the beginning yeah. of his career there. Career. It was a long time previous. Uh -huh. Pretty interesting. Yes, sir. Thanks for listening to episode 49 of the Reclaiming Man podcast. We'll see you guys next week for episode 50. Ooh. Yeah, we got five zero. Oh, shit. All right. Have a good one. Happy Monday, Friday, Wednesday, whenever y'all listen to this. <laughs>